Hello and welcome back to Viet Startup Podcast. For our first episode of 2018, we invite a special guest from Vietnam, Gam Vân Bùi, who is a COO of UP, a leading co-working space in Vietnam. Within two years, UP has opened six offices across Hanoi and Ho Chi Minh City, and last year, it hosted speakers' events with inspiring tech entrepreneurs such as Nathan Plachazic, co-founder and chief strategy officer of Airbnb, Tuan Pham, CTO of Uber, and Sheryl Sandberg, COO of Facebook. Besides, Gam Vân also runs Lean In Circle Vietnam, a local chapter of the global initiative Lean In, founded by Facebook COO Sheryl Sandberg, whose mission is to empower women to achieve their ambitions. And today, Gam Vân is going to share with us her journey of moving back to Vietnam from the UK and taking a career jump from being a management consultant to a COO. Okay, hi everyone, my name is Vân and um, thank you so much for your up for inviting me today. I'm now working as the Chief Operating Officer of UP back in Vietnam. Um, I did my undergraduate at the LSE um, back in 2013 and after graduation I joined Deloitte London as a consulting analyst. Um, I worked there for two years before moving back to Vietnam. And moving back to Vietnam, I worked for another consulting firm for uh, half a year before going back to Hanoi and, and join the founding team of UP. And I'm now working at UP as the Chief Operating Officer. About the decisions moving back to Vietnam, and honestly, I didn't know what exactly I was doing back then. Um, when I landed my first job with Deloitte, I was really happy. And um, I thought that joining a company, a really huge corporation, I would learn a lot. And in fact, I did. Um, I learned all the soft skills, professionalism. After a while, after two years, it started to get repetitive. I feel it was something missing there when I didn't have something in my mind to think about every night before I go to bed. Or I, I didn't have that aha moment when I solved something. So I thought that maybe I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I know I knew for sure that I had to stop doing what I was doing. So um, I decided to go back to Vietnam, uh, partly because I want to be close to my family, but also um, because I know that I will settle down in Vietnam. Um, I thought that I would um, do it really early because the longer I stay, I'm. I mean. I can stay in the UK until I was like 30 something but then um, if I waited for a few more years I would have lots of experience working in the UK but then when I return back to Vietnam I would have very little experience working in Vietnam and um, all the insights of the market, the way people work and also the connections. Um, so I, I was thinking that if I already decided then it would be better for me to just uh, move back really early. Moving from a consultant job to a COO job must be a big jump in career. So how did you make this transition and what have you learned from it? It was a really big jump for me 
So um, when I was a consultant, someone paid me to solve their problem. Um, I did my research, I did my presentations, and then at the end of the day, the person who's going to execute the plan is not going to be me, but the, the client teams. So if something goes wrong, then the worst scenario is going to be like my manager will call me into the room and give me a three-hour lecture. But now when I become a CEO of a Coca company, um, I become my own boss, my own client, and I have to solve my company problem every day. Um, I have that responsibility to make sure the ongoing operations of my business constantly fixing things and, and thinking about optimizations or efficiency. So it was really stressful, but I, I actually learned a lot. Um, early, um, when up just started, when uh, we did have lots of staff, um, I even had to, to change the light bulb or had to sit there for hours. Um, to wait for the man to fix the condi air condition. So, and, and I also have to receive complaint call from customers. Well, I did a lot of like, um, I wouldn't say dirty work, but like those work which I never thought that I'd have to do. Um, and as the company grows bigger, my problem become more challenging. It's like. Um, talking to the IT company, working with them to design our own CRM system. If I have to list now what I have learned, it, it will be a really long list, but most importantly, I think I learned to become resilient. Um, whatever happened yesterday, today I will still turn up. Um, that sounds easy, but actually it takes lots of courage to actually be able to do that because it means you have commitment to whatever you're doing. Um, you have that um, personal control so you don't you, you don't let like the feeling of hopeless or helpless take control over you and you know that um, your staff or the people you're working with they depend on you. Um, they need to see you there. Um, they need that hope that you're gonna inspire them, so you can just be like, okay, today I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't like whatever I'm doing anymore, so I'm gonna quit. You can't just gonna be like that. So you have to learn to, to, to be more um, mentally strong, and um, giving up is not something in your dictionary anymore. And from your experience managing up co-working space. What insights could you share with us about the startup environment in Vietnam? In Vietnam, I think there's this, this kind of illusion for um, early stage startups that they kind of think that raising funds is equal to to a certain level of, start, of success for early stage startups. So a, a lot of them, when they raise funds, right, they only look at the amount of money they're going to get. But they forget that raising funds is equal to selling your equity. And your equity is very precious, so you shouldn't sell it like a, a, a very low price, right? So they, they forget that um, raising funds is not only about the money, but it's also about the experience, the relevant experience of the investor, or the connections that the investor is going to bring to the table or also like the opportunities um, for the next big jump for, for the companies. They only focus on the, in the money and I think it's, it's kind of like a wrong concept. 
So if you only need like a, a few thousand or a few hundred thousand dollars during your early days, I think it might be better um, to bootstrap or actually ask your parents or your friends or your relative for money rather than raising money from someone you know that they're not gonna add any value to your business and and some people they have that kind of fear that oh i don't want to to raise money from my parents and I, what i said was come on if you can't persuade your mom to give you money to pursue your dream then how are you gonna persuade your customer in buying your product right so it was it kind of like this um it, wrong perception um for some of the startup during their early stage in Vietnam right now. And you also manages Leaning Circle Vietnam. Could you tell us more about this initiative? So Leaning is actually a, a, an international um, organization um, with the mission is to empower women to um, pursue their ambitions. So when I return back to Vietnam, I'm, I had this idea that I want to form a network um, of women which share the same interests and we can, we can gather um, once, or once a week or once a month to talk about something that we are passionate about. But um, it's going to be like a really meaningful conversation, not like we just gather at a coffee shop and chat about like random things in life. So, um, and before that, I, I was reading that book called Lean In and I was so inspired by whatever Cheryl wrote in the book. And I thought that um, maybe I should just talk to a few other girls from the LRC and see if they, they were interested in the idea. And um, when we started Lean In, everything we thought about was we just want to build a network of women who support each other because well, I was lucky enough to have um, the chance to know so many talented women in Vietnam and I want to learn from them so much and I also want to introduce them to my friends so my friends also have the chance to connect to them and to learn from them. So that, the, that was the original idea but then as we move forward we, we realized that there were so many things we could do, we could inspire the female graduate where we could um, organize different talk for working women because working women in Vietnam they often have that fear that once they get married that means it's like they're gonna put an end to their career and it's not true so um, we organize events, we um, invite speakers um, who are women who have achieved success in their career and they just you know um, go to the event and share about the experience and in inspire all the audience and after that we're going to build a network online. We don't have to be there all the time but we want them to take the initiative to connect to each other. So that was um, what we were doing with Leaning and um, we started in April 2017 and um, we've been organizing event for almost a year um, and we now have about 300 um, women in our network. Um, so in November 2017, um, we were so lucky to have um, an opportunity to organize an event with guest speaker was Cheryl herself. So she went to Vietnam for our pet actually, but then 
um, her um, assistant found us on Facebook and uh, they contacted us and we were so happy that, that we would be um, having like this conversation with Cheryl. Um, and she was really inspiring and after that um, event we actually received like um, a lot of invitation to co-organize event together and our network grow um, tremendously as well and I really hope that in 2018 I, uh, we could do more we can do more and we can inspire more women and we can build a bigger network for them as someone who works very closely with startups, what advice can you give to our audience who would like to join the startup world? You have to prepare that you're gonna work really hard, um, because I believe that um, nothing comes as chances. Um, you might get lucky, but in order to to be successful, you have to work really, really hard. In Vietnam, right? Um, like my founder friends, my friends who are founders, um, normally they work like 40, 16, 14, 16 hours a day is like the minimum. And I myself, I, I think I work about 14 hours a day. Um, and, and because you have to enjoy your work in order to like work that really long hour. And if you don't like what you do, then, and then, then don't continue doing it. And um, secondly, you, work, you have to work with someone you like. I think I can't stress it. Um, I can't stress it enough. But um, I once worked with someone I I don't really like, um, and I think that because that person has something I don't have, and we kind of complement each other. But then it's not true because um, like every day when you have to work with that person, you have to work her or him twelve hours a day. Um, it means that you guys not gonna be colleagues, but you guys have to be friends. And if you don't like that person as a friend, then you can't work with that person. Because your success is going to be depends on both you and your, your partner working hard together. The last thing is you have to network really hard, especially if you decide to, to, to um, run your business in Vietnam. Because in Vietnam, it's still going to be the same, I think, for the next 10 years. is Connection is really, really important. Um, I'm not a very um, I'm not a person that love all the networking and stuff. But then, um, if you want, um, I, I remember there's this sentence that that remind me a lot. That is, um, you have to do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. It sounds really complicated, but if you if you think really hard about it, something sometimes you don't like what you have to do, but um, you just have to do it. So network a lot and be really proactive in whatever you're doing um, because I meet a lot of people in Vietnam, they say that um, I can't do that because you know I don't know anyone in, in that industry and I told them that you create your own opportunities, go there and talk to people, just you can even do cold calls but you actually, at least you try. So. Um, uh, my last advice was um, you have to network and expand your connections. And this is the end of our Viet Startup podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Han Nguyen, your podcast curator, and we will be back soon.